This is Opinionated. I don't really have a full understanding of it, but that won't stop me from having an opinion. That's why we're here. Join Features Editor Ben Schiller and reporters Anna Batakova and Danny Nelson. You know, crypto is no longer just about money. It's about culture now. It's like you're thumbing your nose at the process. Part of politics and part of sports and part of gaming. And it's not just the future of money anymore. As they push the conversation further with their own criticisms and reactions to the latest Bitcoin and crypto news from around the world. It believes crypto is bad and it wants it out. I'm even old enough to remember when Microsoft was a kind of cool company. Ben, you're old enough to remember when telegrams came over a wire under the sea. (laughs) And just a reminder... Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Hello and welcome to Opinionated, the podcast that keeps you up to date on all the important crypto news and views about the news. I'm Ben Schiller, Features Editor here at Coindesk. Joining me today are co-hosts Anna Bedakova and the inimitable Danny Nelson. Hi guys. Hello, hello. Hello. So Danny, it appears you're under a sheet today. Yeah, you know, it's it's rather cold in Philadelphia, and so I'm just trying to stay warm. And, you know, my producer told me that I need to sound a little better. I told her I can't fix the congestion that I always have, and so we decided that a blanket would do a job just as well. well you look like you're camping. So today we are going to wade right into the swamp that is celebrity crypto endorsements, and particularly the hot swamp that is Kimberly Kardashian. So Kim this week was lucky enough to be fined million, that's $1.26 million, for shilling the Ethereum Max coin, a promotional campaign for which she was apparently paid the princely sum of $250,000. Now, the SEC has made a real scapegoat of Kimberly, and we're going to get into what that means for celebrity endorsements generally. Uh, And really, apart from the kind of TMZ tittle-tattle here, there are actually some important issues uh, to unravel, so we're really going to get into that. So, Danny, you're going to fill us in on the background because you've been uh, following this. First of all, what the hell is Ethereum Max? Because it's not Ethereum, right? It is definitely not Ethereum. It is built on top of it. But I must say, the way that I became familiar with Ethereum Max is every now and then on city sidewalks, I see stenciled spray paint shilling the Ethereum Max token. So, you know, every time I walk over that, I really have you know, a high regard for this cryptocurrency. I looked into what Ethereum Max is and was yesterday as I tried to understand why Kim Kardashian was wrapped up in all this. And I discovered that, you know, it's like a lot of other cryptocurrencies that kind of border the world of scams and just really high hopes that just aren't going to pan out. This is somewhere in between there. I I think it might be a little closer toward the scam side, but this project has a huge vision for reshaping finance, a token to boot, a community of dozens, tens even. Tens and dozens, wow. Tens and dozens, not just dozens, but tens as well, of committed bag holders who are really hoping that number go up. And it's important to say right here that number go up in a way it hasn't in a long time. When Kim Kardashian shilled Ethereum Max in June 2021, this token was already worth like a minuscule amount of money. It's now worth much less. And when she shilled it, it actually kept dumping. When the SEC yesterday announced that it was going to fine Kim Kardashian for pumping this token, the token began to pump. And it was up, I think, 100% at one point on massive trading volume around $100,000, which should be said is really quite small. 
But even so, I mean, that's amazing. So you shouldn't actually pay Kim Kardashian to show your token. You should pay the SEC. That's who, who does the good job, right? <laughs> yeah, the SEC is doing more to increase the value of this token than Kim ever did. And that's because of the free press is giving. Well, I guess it's not free to Kim Kardashian, but it's certainly free to the SEC that the SEC is giving to this token by saying, look over here, this is bad news. Well, you know, everyone who already had the token and didn't like it sold. Now it's just the speculators who are jumping in after trying to capture the upside. And this is a token that really doesn't have much upside if you're coming at it from a utility perspective. All these magical NFT marketplaces, cultural incentives, all these things that the Ethereum Max white paper purports to deliver haven't materialized yet. And there's a roadmap for them coming about. But, you know, it's important not to count your chickens before they hatch. That's certainly true. I have a question. I don't get the upside, though. Like, you hear that somebody is getting sued. Why would you buy that token? Like, what is the game here? This token is in the news. And when things are in the news, people buy the thing. So they're basically just trading on the speculation that it's going to go up. And they have been, at least since last time I checked, correct those who piled in. All news is good news. Something like that. So there's actually some interesting issues here. First of all, you know, why do we care about this, Danny? I think we care about it for two reasons. One is the nerdy reason that maybe I and the people on the show only care about, which is that this is one of those fringe case cryptocurrencies that have big hopes and big dreams that they shout and scream and yell to the world that might not actually be worth much of anything. And the fact that they become some of the most visible instances of cryptocurrency can't be a good thing for the rest of the industry. I think the other reason that we should care is because of the prominence of person who pumped it, Kim Kardashian. She was paid a lot of money. Well, actually, not that much money, all things considered, but she was paid a sum of money to tell her many millions and hundreds of millions of followers that this was a good idea to put their money in. And now she's got to pay $1.26 million to atone for that sin. And she's also, it's worth noting, participating in the SEC's ongoing investigation of Ethereum Max. So this story, from a regulatory perspective, might not be over for the token. All right. So joining us today to unpack this a little bit is the great Dan Kuhn. So Dan Kuhn is a deputy features editor here at Coindesk. Hi, Dan. Hi. Glad to be here. Great to have you on finally. What does this case mean to you and uh, what is the greater insight here? Well, I think Danny touched on two of the important things that I wanted to bring up. One is just how these type of crypto scams operate. There's a famous quote by John Wanamaker, who was kind of like the forefather of marketing about 100 years ago. He said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is, I don't know which half. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are we ready to like, officially pronounce Ethereum Max as a scam? Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. Don't want to be sued. I do think it is a token project with very limited promise. It makes big claims, broad, unexplainable claims about changing history that's in, in the branding. But I think, generally speaking, crypto is an exercise in advertising. All of these tokens, by and large, are just duplicates of each other, and they more or less do the same exact things. But they get by on branding. One of the aspects worth bringing up there is the, the concept of affiliate marketing, where a token like Ethereum Max is trading 
on the associated reputation of a more prominent token like Ethereum. And it's also affiliating itself with celebrities like Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather. Yep. So in a world where uh, everything's the same, you need some marketing to really stand out. So, I mean, if this is open source technology and you can just copy the code from one project to another, then you really need someone like Kim to push your shit, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. That is sort of like what they explicitly discuss. I was watching a few YouTube videos from the Ethereum Max channel. They very rarely get into specifics of the project or, or the tokenomics when they're talking to broad audiences. But they do often bring up the fact that they have marketing chops and that they're able to court figures like Kardashian. Yeah, and on that issue of the token itself, I should say for the story yesterday, I borrowed some Arbitrum ETH because this token exists on the Arbitrum Layer 2 network. And I went and I bought 1 billion of these tokens to see if I could do anything with them. I should say a billion Ethereum Max tokens is about $5. So take that how you will. I went to the website. I tried to participate in the governance portal. The governance is, quote, coming soon. I tried to participate in the NFT marketplace coming soon and a couple others all coming soon. The only thing that I seemed to be able to do with my tokens was bridge more tokens in sell them, buy them, (laughs) or have access to a gated casino environment where I could play slot machine type games that did not actually yield cryptocurrencies. (laughs) What did they yield then? Well, they they yield credits to continue to play the games. (laughs) Of course, what kind of question is that? The the shtick is that those who within the, quote, tournament session, end quote, time period, who finish with the highest, quote, luck percentage, will win 100 billion tokens or 75 billion tokens or third place gets a hat. <laughs> now, this that is the extent of the utility of this token so far. You can play luck and chance-based games in the pursuit of a hat. And I tried to buy one of these hats from their website, from the Ethereum Max website, using my Ethereum Max because I thought, hmm, maybe they would take their own crypto. No, they only take dollars. And I definitely did not want to pay $24.95 in PayPal. So all this is to say, this is a token that really doesn't do anything other than let people speculate on the possibility that it might go up or down in value. I think it's a very vivid metaphor, you know, of what the most crypto tokens on the market are about. You know, you just get a free access to an online casino and that's it. You can just bet that maybe you make some money or maybe you lose everything. The poetry is kind of beautiful, right? It's pushing it to the max. Pushing it to the max. Ethereum max. I wonder if we're, like, as a collective, important enough people, maybe we could get $250,000 to shill Ethereum max. And if we do, we will say that we were paid to do so. I highly doubt that that opportunity will present itself. We are more famous than Kim Kardashian, at least according to my mother. <laughs> but I think it's worth trying to see if we could ink that deal. Dude, that's a very cheap price for Coindesk's reputation, okay? Well, it is. Do you still own these tokens, Danny? Or did you get rid of them after writing the story? Again, I bought these tokens for the purposes of this article. It's $5 that I borrowed from a friend. Wait, even $5 aren't yours? Okay. <laughs> well, I just, I wasn't going to pay to bridge ETH into the Arbitrum ETH just for this story. That's a lot of gas fees. So I, I got someone to spot me some money. But the thing is, since the article has published, my position has gone up in value, I think, to like $10 or something. 
Now, I don't really know what to do with these tokens. I kind of just want to sell them to return the money to my friend, you know. Wow, that's that's amazing. You also spoke to a couple of other users or, or users or owners of this token. What did you learn from those? Well, I really threw myself into the deep end here. I joined the Ethereum Max Telegram group and have since been diagnosed with many diseases. But <laughs> one of them is, uh, I said to them, I'm a reporter. I'm here to understand what you think of this Kardashian situation. Please tell me. First, they said, we don't, we can't talk to you. Talk to the officials. They said, the officials aren't talking to me. Tell me what you think. And then they started giving me ludicrous quotes about how they wanted to stick it to the SEC. Then when my article published, some of them were attacking me for being a, a scam artist, a hit job hack. And others were saying, oh, well, I thought this article would be a lot worse. It was actually rather fair and balanced. And I was like, well, I guess I pissed some people off and didn't piss other people off, which in my book is a good day. Very good. I mean, did they thank you for raising the price up? I mean, maybe you had something to do with it. Unfortunately for my own psyche, well, at least one person did seem to think that my article contributed to the pump. I will say that the pump began well before my article and did not pick up until well after it, but they seem to think that any press is good press. An article labeled what is Ethereum Max always runs the risk of bringing more attention and speculative money to Ethereum Max. And did these denizens of Discord think that they'd been influenced unduly by uh, this Kim Kardashian? Oh, no, they were more than thrilled that all of this had transpired. A lot of them seemed to think that it was a good thing. I will say the type of people who will be influenced by an influencer saying, buy this or that shitcoin, are not the type of people who are going to then lurk in the coins telegram group. Those are very different circles of a Venn diagram, in my opinion. These are the hardcore long-term bag holders who understand the crypto culture and cycles and speculative mania more than any of us. That's not to say they might be good at capturing it, but they certainly participate in it. And they're not, in my opinion, going to jump in because some influencer told them to. Coindesk is calling all visionaries in the digital economy to present at its newest event, Ideas. Ideas is the place for you to present your market opportunity in front of leading investors poised to help you get your idea off the ground. Apply to become a presenter at Ideas 2022 at Coindesk today. Visit coindesk.com slash ideas for more information. So I think it's interesting that every sort of hot cycle of crypto brings its own rounds of celebrity endorsements of celebrities. And I'm thinking back to 2018 and the ICO bubble then, you know, we had people like Dennis Rodman and his Potcoin Jamboree, which was, was fun at the time. And then this time we've had a whole bunch more uh, celebrities like uh, Matt Damon famously with his Crypto.com. Um, what did he say? Fortune favors the brave. Fortune favors the brave. Isn't that right? That's, those words are going to go down in crypto history. Who are your favorite celebrities, Anna? Shilling coins or just in general? <laughs> Shilling coins, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, none of those celebrities I would name as my favorite. What about a general? What do you mean? What, who is my favorite celebrity? Yeah. Oh, like Elon Musk for sure. Oh no, oh no. That guy doesn't even care what he tweets. Well, wait, 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 wait. But Anna, you just said that you don't like celebrities who shill coins. And then you also said that Elon Musk is your favorite celebrity. 
you have to pick a side here because Elon Musk is perhaps the biggest celebrity to shill coins. Dude, I just think it's such a wrong thing like for celebrities to do that everyone who does that immediately becomes tainted in my eyes. That was a joke about Elon Musk, by the way. I just think just don't do it, you know, like you're a celebrity. Just don't shill some shit you don't even understand. Shill cosmetics, shill clothes. Like you have so much to advertise that people can actually buy and even just don't associate your name with this. Like, why would you do that? You have all the money in the world already. I mean, to be fair, Kim Kardashian does chill a lot of other products. Yeah, like why why doesn't she stick to that, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the timing of the settlement is interesting too, because it comes just a few weeks after Kim Kardashian announced that she was moving into the private equity industry. She co-founded a business called, I think it's Sky capital with Jay Samens from Carlisle Group, who's known for promoting and investing in a number of high profile, very buzzy material goods like Beats headphones. And, and I'm, I'm wondering if this action, this SEC investigation is, is maybe enough to ding her prospects as she transitions into the world of private equity investing. Oh, interesting. So you think it could cost her even more than 1.26 million then? Well, I mean, it's definitely a reputational risk. I, I don't know. I think that her brand is so much bigger than this little dinky sideshow. People aren't going to be dissuaded from participating in Sky because she, you know, had this Instagram post that was not such a good idea. In my opinion, she's the mascot for this effort already, I think. I think that her expertise, and to be clear, I don't really know what her expertise is. She's just a celebrity who is a celebrity. I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to balk at this because she got in trouble with the SEC. I think that's a little unfair, Danny, because, you know, if it was so easy, then you and I would be doing it. Oh, I never said it was being easy. paid $250,000 to promote anything, really. Well, I mean, why is she famous? Because she's good at it. She, well, <laughs> good. That's what like, is so bizarre for me in this whole phenomenon. Like these people's jobs are literally to be a celebrity and nothing else. I don't even know. Maybe that's the part of the appeal for the average human being. Like You, you just want to be rich and famous. It's such a sweet image and you want to do what these guys do to be like them. And uh, sure, if they buy some tokens you don't even understand, why not? Because uh, you want to be like Kim. You want to be good looking, successful, wealthy. Everything else doesn't matter. I just wanted to point out that Bloomberg had a nice story this summer looking at all the celebrities in this hot cycle that had endorsed crypto. And it found universally from Matt Damon to Tom Brady to Mike Tyson to Reese to French Montana to Nick Carter, etc., etc., etc. Every single one of these celebrity endorsements would have lost you money had you invested in it at the time. And this was true in the last cycle as well, of course. So do you think that we should be avoiding these celebrity uh, coin flips? Well, we in this group certainly should, and you, the listeners, who I will say outnumber the hodlers of Ethereum Max tenfold, at the very least. At least we hope so. <laughs> at least we hope so. But I don't think this crowd is going to be influenced by the influencers other than what we're writing about. I would hope that the companies that we write about would find better ways of getting their message out than just having someone famous say it. But if they're not going to, I think you have to do the FTX Larry David approach, where Larry David just says repeatedly throughout history, mm, I don't get this crypto thing. Doesn't seem so good. 
that sounds like a good endorsement to me, uh, an endorsement to stay away. That's a good approach. To get into a serious issue here, Kim's uh, lawyers have come back out and said that she's effectively being a scapegoat here. She's being targeted because the SEC wants to send a message, and what better way to send a message than to send it through Kim Kardashian with her hundreds of millions of Insta followers. 100% true. Do you think her lawyer has a point here, that this is sort of partial justice? I mean, and the SEC isn't going after the everyman, they're going after the, you know, very famous woman. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sends a signal to Kim Kardashian's peers, other celebrities, to not get involved in what seem like, in retrospect, pump and dumps, obvious pump and dumps. I think it is also significant that such a high-profile settlement and investigation was announced, like, right at the end of the SEC's fiscal year, around the time that they're going to approach Congress for budget considerations, and they could say, well, we nailed Kim Kardashian. So you need to give us more money so we could go after other bad actors. But isn't it sort of unfair on all the other people who didn't get prosecuted? I, I don't think it's unfair at all. First off, the SEC is 100% absolutely making an example of Kim Kardashian. You can see that one with the hefty fine. But perhaps more importantly, the fact that Gary Gensler tweeted out a video and a tweet naming Kim Kardashian about this case, went on CNBC, talked it up. It was a full court messaging press by the SEC to raise awareness because they knew that this was an opportunity where their message could be tethered to someone bigger than them. But she's being prosecuted because she's famous and it's not a crime to be famous, right? Well, you know what? She's not being prosecuted. She settled. She decided that rather than stand up to she's her... She's being made a scapegoat because she's famous and it's not a crime to be famous. Well, you know what? It is, if you're famous with what the, the Uncle Ben once said in Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And I exactly. think that it's completely fair for us to hold those with massive influence to a higher standard, at the very least, you know, be more willing to go after them when they're leading people astray or not following the rules simply because they have a lot more capability to do wrong than you or I, right? Okay. Yeah. That's why. So I think that's ridiculous. That's exactly the point I was making, that like, what do you mean the scapegoat? Yeah, um, you're high profile, and that's because you're prosecuted, but you're being prosecuted because you use your high profile to make those monies in the first place. It doesn't matter if other people in the same position are prosecuted or not. Well, I, I, think that, I, I think that's kind of bullshit, to be honest. You know, I mean, there is this phrase, equal before the law, and Kim Kardashian is not equal before the law. She's been made a scapegoat because millions of people follow her on Instagram. I mean, if I had an Instagram account, I do have an Instagram account, if millions of people were stupid enough to follow me on Instagram and I was talking about a coin one day and then the SEC went after me because millions of people were stupid enough to follow me on Instagram, that wouldn't be very fair, would it? Why wouldn't it, though? Of course it would. If you showed a shit coin that doesn't have It's not have my any... fault that people are stupid enough to follow me on no, Instagram. No, wait a second. It's your fault that you showed it. Yeah, it's your fault that you didn't tell them that you were paid to do it. You have to remember here, this isn't just some allegation that she shilled the token. Lots of people shilled tokens. It's the case that she promoted a thing without disclosing that she was paid to do so. So she broke the law. And whether or not she admits to it, she has decided to settle over it. And it's also, you have to remember, this is an ongoing investigation. This is not the end of the story. There might be other people that get wrapped up in this, and it might even be shown that this thing was a fraud. So I, I think that it's completely fair for the SEC to have gone after her. 
simply because this story isn't over yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think plain and simple, the SEC just doesn't have the budget to go after every bad actor. So they have to make symbolic gestures to some extent. Fair enough. But it's still not fair, is it? Because either we have equality before the law or we don't. Well, Kim Kardashian is not the only. She's not the only celebrity that got prosecuted for shilling shit coins. There were others before. It's just not that every celebrity gets prosecuted. Okay. Well, I mean, are we going to say that we should only uh, prosecute famous bank robbers? You know? If the famous bank robbers are stealing a lot more money than the small-time bank robbers, then yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean... In this hypothetical scenario, you have 10 bank robbers. They're all stealing a million dollars from the bank. One bank robber's famous and the other nine aren't. Are you going to go after just a famous bank robber? Absolutely. Because then more people will hear that bank robbery is bad. Well, of course, if that bank robber went on, you know, made a stream of the bank robbery and boasted to his hundreds of thousands of subscribers about that. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, we could get them on RICO charges. If they're working together, we could say it's a racketeering and conspiracy or criminal organization and just prosecute them all at once, like that scene in The Dark Knight. This is a heavy cultural day for me. I'm liking it. Good. So I just want to point out that the very great David Morris, who is chief columnist here at Coindesk, wrote rather presciently, I think, back in June 15th, 2021, about the Ethereum Max Kim Kardashian saga. And he compared it to, as we just did, the previous ICO boom celebrity endorsement run-up. And he was saying it was a rerun of that. And she was inevitably going to be prosecuted or fined for her actions. And lo and behold, she was indeed fined and prosecuted effectively for her actions. I just want to point out that when she initially did shill, she said very clearly at the top of her Insta, apart from, are you guys into crypto? Question, question, question mark. She said, this is not financial advice. Just so you know out there, when you do shill a shit coin like this, saying this is not financial advice will not inoculate you from being prosecuted or being had out by the SEC. So uh, let that be a lesson for you. I think it's interesting too that she included the hashtag ad in it and that also apparently wasn't a big enough disclosure i'm still actually confused as to like what celebrities have to do if they have to like announce a dollar figure that they were paid to promote a token i mean gensler was on cnbc yesterday kind of talking about this and he was asked directly like what what do celebrities have to produce for them to not break the law he just pointed to like a, a section of the Securities Act, like a law that was passed in the 1930s and, and left it at that. So it's all very ambiguous. He's kind of leaving it open to interpretation. Well, he's not. I mean, under Section 17B of the Securities and Exchange Act, it says it should be unlawful for any person by the use of any means or instruments or transportation, blah, 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 which through not purporting to offer a security for sale, blah, 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 blah without fully disclosing the receipt. So basically, without fully disclosing the receipt is the key there. The fully disclosing the receipt means I was paid $250,000 to tell you that this security is a good thing. And she didn't do that. So maybe she didn't do that because she thought it wasn't a security. And that's the thing that is open for interpretation. But she was the one who broke the law here. Yeah, that's true. Is there a chance that this action has like a very limited effect? I mean, what's the outcome of this? I guess potentially prevent celebrities in the future from endorsing products, or it could just lead into a world where they send out a promotional tweet or post on Instagram, and then they send out a second message. I don't think you could use small print on social media, but just adding in that dollar figure, that disclosure. 
So, Danny, Dan, where does this case go next and uh, what should we be looking at? Well, it's an ongoing SEC investigation. So I think other people that promoted Ethereum Max could also end up settling with the SEC. I think Floyd Mayweather was involved in it. I'm not entirely sure how these things normally wrap up. I think often the price dissipates and people leave their coins and wallets and they walk away from it kind of feeling bitter about crypto. Danny, what are you looking at for? I am looking right now at the price of Ethereum Max. It is up 39% on the day still. This is a story that you see at any number of crypto projects, these kind of borderline scam situations, and it's worth us staying vigilant against all of them. Good words to live by. So thank you, Dan Kuhn, for coming on the show and unwrapping this unseemly saga for us. Anna Bedakova, thank you for your continued support. And Danny Nelson, thank you for doing this podcast under a large sheet in your room. The large sheet being a noise-canceling device. Anyway, I'm uh, Ben Schiller. This has been the Opinionated Podcast, and we've suffered for our sins here enough, I think. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. We will fast tomorrow to atone for it. See you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. And now, a teaser from Coindesk's newest podcast, Women Who Web 3. Welcome to Coindesk's Women Who Web 3 podcast, your weekly podcast celebrating women supporting women, investing in women, and bridging the gender gap in wealth through Web 3. Each week, we'll be learning from powerful women sharing their insights on topics like creating belonging and inclusivity in the digital spaces, the metaverse, building prosperous Web3 projects, investing in cryptocurrencies and building wealth. And we have how-tos from founders and builders who have been there and done that, healing sessions to give you the power to overcome imposter syndrome and everything you need to level up in your crypto journey. At the end of each podcast, stick around for some Zen with a relaxing meditation to center you after absorbing all the stories and the knowledge. I'm your host, Cams, and I'm on a mission to empower women across the globe to unlock the unlimited potential and earning power inside themselves through Web3. Whether you're just crypto curious or a crypto connoisseur, this podcast is for you. Let's get it. You've been listening to Opinionated with Ben Schiller, Anna Batakova, and Danny Nelson. This episode has been produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with announcements by Michelle Musso. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at podcast at coindesk.com, subject line, Opinionated. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. 